day. How are you? <laughs> Welcome, everybody. You made it this morning. We you made, made it. it this morning. You made it. I made it this morning. I made it. We're all here. And the That's word of God says, where two or more gathered in his name, that there he'll be in our midst, in the middle of what we're doing. So I agree with you and those in this room and those watching that he is going to be with us this morning. Amen. Amen. He is. And um, what a good day. You know, I, I feel uh, we're going to talk about one small step today. And, you know, we're going to really going to talk about the step of faith and how one small step, you know, just one tiny step is all it takes. And um, when you when you make that one tiny step, it's amazing because then God comes and takes one giant step. You know, and the giant step a lot of times is what we're looking for, believing for, praying for, waiting for. And the the small step, though, is what sets it all in motion. And, uh, you know, when I think of the one small step, you know, we think of the famous, I mean, a lot of people, you know, I think it's happened so long ago. It happened before we were born, but it happened so long ago that a lot of times people forget, they forgot they knew about it. But it was when uh, man first stepped on moon, you know, he said, I think it was Neil Armstrong, one small step for man, one giant leap, you know, for mankind. And what he was saying, was like, you know, this, this one step I'm going to make, right, putting my foot into a place it's never been is so much more than this one step because in theory, he was doing something that he had done every day. You know, he had, he was taking a step. His, he was picking his foot up and moving it. But he was doing it in a place, and it was such significance that it would make differences, you know, moving forward into generations. And, you know, and I think a one s- small step of faith, you know, a, a true step of faith, right, is um, you handing the keys of your life, right, over to God. And it's a God that you can't see with your physical eyes. And you're taking your keys and you're handing them over and you're saying, here you go. And it's something that, you know, it's a movement that you do. You know, it's not something that, you know, I can give you something. I can give you my phone. I can give you, you know, my keys. I can give you this book. And I've done that before. But when it means that you're handing over your life to a God that you can't see, you know, and based on some unique combination of hearing the gospel and experiencing God, we choose to trust him without knowing what might happen next. It's a small step required by you and I that just leads to so much more. <laughs> I have nothing to say to that. That's awesome. <laughs> the only thing I can think of is when you said one small step, one leap, I kind of felt like, you know, that's kind of how God is, that when I take that little small step no matter how small it is that he takes this giant leap towards me like he's already at the gate waiting for me to make that little inch towards him and then he's like boom I'm right there with you and so that's kind of what I envisioned in my mind you had a lot to say <laughs> well, you you had you, you you just didn't she right guys I mean she just she just said a whole mouthful right there that was that was exactly now you, you know but I know listen I know how you feel about faith and how you stand on faith and and um you know, um, you know, we just we heard a story recently from someone that was believing God, you know, in a scenario for something that, you know, that and they received a, a gift and didn't know 
you know, that and the person that gave it to him didn't know. And it was a big testimony. But, you know, that one small step, you know, so seemingly insignificant in many ways was was the tip of, you know, something bigger in their life. You know, I just think the small things we can't underestimate the, the small um, seasons, the small steps, the small um, prayers, you know, the small uh you know, the, the small um, request that we have, you know, Second Corinthians 5, 7, when we talk about faith, you know, it, it talks about faith and it talks about a walk of faith, right? What, so what does it mean to walk by faith and not by sight? Because when you're looking at and you're thinking about small steps, you know, you're, you're, you know, we're living this life, but what does it mean to walk by faith and not by sight? I mean, let me ask you this. Have you ever questioned your faith? You know, absolutely. How do you, how do you, how about this question? How do you trust God in difficult times? You know, when was the last time you wanted to quit? You know, what did you do to not quit? What's your reason? What's your why? You know, so walking by faith, taking small steps, these are the confidence. These are the things that I believe is the confidence and trust in God that's needed to acquire the things that we long for, but we don't yet see, right? Faith invites God into work on our behalf. You know, what's kind of interesting is sometimes our small step may be an answer to someone's giant prayer. Prayer. That's good. So, you know, I, a long, long time ago, there was a, a, a minister that we used to go and, and listen to um, occasionally, and her name was Carol Bikini. And, um, you know, she had a message one time that has always stuck with me, and it was little hinges open big doors. And so sometimes our little hinge may be the opening of someone else's big door. So that's why it's really important. We live in a world that's very focused on me, me, me. And, um, you know, hearing that story, you know, that Dave was referencing, it made me recognize that even what I felt was like this step towards God and obedience, it may be an answer to someone's prayer that they've been believing for and trusting for, and maybe um, the answer that they were needing, you know, and, and provision or, um, you know, a word that just pulls them out of, you know, maybe their slump or whatever. So, you know, often we're, you know, seeking God and moving towards God, and we're thinking about our four and no more, but we have to remember that there's a bigger picture, and sometimes, you you know, we don't recognize it while we're living life, but there's all these intersections. But when you pull back, it's all connected. You know, God is over. He's over it all. He sees it all. And so we just see our little part of our piece, you know, piece in this big, bigger puzzle or this bigger plan. But he's got everything orchestrated in it all on in some way, shape or form is intertwined and, and connected, which to me reminds me of how insignificant I really am. Even when I think I, you know, I play this big role, how insignificant in the grand scheme, you know, God calls me, you know, we are significant because we're his, right? But I mean, like in the grand scheme of things, I'm just a little tiny piece of a huge puzzle. So what does that mean? That means that's really important for us to be sensitive to the Holy Spirit, to listen. And, and when he's leading us and guiding us to be obedient. And, you know, sometimes it was interesting as the story Dave was talking about, um, I was like, there was this hesitation and this hesitation was this waiting period for a period of time, but God knows how we think and how we work. So he'll, he'll even use our procrastination or our reservation or our like, is that you Lord? He'll even use that to make it you know, when we finally are obedient, be the perfect time for that, you know, for that other piece of the bigger picture. So, um, you know, I'm just reminded of, you know, God's goodness and faithfulness and, um, 
you know, he's a real big God and I'm a really small person, but, you know, use me, Lord, as you uh, see fit and God keep my heart in tune with you so that I can be obedient. Amen. Um, you know, we're, we're talking about one small step or a step of faith. And then there's some other things that we've used over the years in the church. And I want to address a couple of these because I think the putting, putting some definition and some meaning behind these phrases they mean something because I think that sometimes we throw them out or maybe even we've not said some of these in a long time. When's the last time you've said, you know, I'm going to take a step of faith or when's the last time you said this one, standing on the promises of God. You know, it's interesting Diana mentioned sometimes your step of faith can be connected to someone else's standing on the promises. You know, and I think that's kind of when I just heard what you said, you know, my step of faith and, you know, if I procrastinate or if I hesitate, you know, and then God knows the timing but eventually my step of faith could coincide with someone else's standing on the promises of God. So never underestimate the voice of God, no matter how small you think it is, you know, hold the door open, buy that lunch, you know, be that smile of that person, be that example, because the reality is your step of faith or your obedience could be an answer where someone else is standing on the promises of God. Let's look at that for a second, standing on the promises of God, right? Um, it's not only right to have complete assurance in in the promises fulfillment, right? In the fact that God will fulfill those promises, but it means to live your life in faithful service to the one who made those promises. Standing on God's promises is not just waiting and in desperation, right? Because if you stand on his promises, then you know that, you know, that he is a promise keeper, you know, or you would have no reason to stand on the promises of God in the first place. So, I mean, think about that for a second, standing on his promises when, you know, it's really standing on the promise keeper. It's really standing and believing that there is a promise keeper because sometimes you can't see. I was reading this morning, um, Abraham, you know, reading through the Bible over this year. And uh, so I'm reading some, you know, passages that um, in the old and new Testament, I was reading a passage on Abraham where, you know, he, um, uh, you know, Isaac, and he's taken Isaac to the mountain to sacrifice him because God said, hey, I want you to sacrifice your son. Well, just prior to this, you know, God promised him at 100 years old that he'll be the father of many nations. And, and you know, he kind of laughed at it because he was 100 and his wife was 90. And he said, no, I'm going to I'm going to do this and I'm going to give you a son. And he gave him a son. And then, you know, um, wasn't long after that, God said, I want you to, to sacrifice your son. And he's on his way up. And, you know, so if you look at the promises, they were already ridiculous enough to the surface level, right? God promises you some things. Maybe he's promised you something that, you know, is already in itself hard for you to to fathom how it's going to happen. Without him, it couldn't happen. And so you're standing on these promises. And then at the very time we are standing on these promises, it seems like that the promises are being pulled out from underneath you or the path or the, or the, um, or the uh, traction that you've made, the ground that you've covered. And so standing on the promises is standing on the promise keeper. Because Abraham, as he's hiking up, Isaac looks at him and he said, hey, we have the wood and fire, but where is the sacrifice? And you know, Abraham didn't look at him and say, well, you're the sacrifice. He didn't look at him and say, and give him the exact sacrifice. He just said, God will provide, you know, the sacrifice. And um, Abraham, I believe, was standing on the promises of God, but he was really standing on God and standing on the promise keeper. 
And so uh, what, do, what do you think of when you think of standing on the promises of God? I think you have to know his character for, you know, to really stand on it. You have to know that he is a God that doesn't fail, ultimately can't fail. What do you think? So what was the question? <laughs> um, you know, I feel like there's been seasons of life where it's, you know, something inside says, believe God's going to, um, see you through, you know, I'm walking in faith, I'm standing on the word of God, but then there's a sm little small voice in my head that says, I don't know how he's going to do it. Um, but, you know, I feel like it comes back to, you have to sometimes encourage yourself, encourage yourself in what with the word of God that, you know, you have to keep saying it, you know, there's an old saying, fake it till you make it. Sometimes I, we have to you know, keep telling ourselves because there still is this, you know, we want to do and believe and trust God, but there's still this inner part of us that still wants to, you know, doubt or, you know, go against that. And I think it comes back to, you know, whatever you feed will be stronger. So I have a choice in those seasons to, you know, feed, um, you know, my spirit with the, with the word of God and the presence of God and, you know, praising God and worshiping God so that that grows or I withdraw because God's not coming through in, in the time or the as as I think he should. And so I feed, you know, doubt or fear or disbelief or, um, you know, deception. So whatever you feed, it's going to grow. So I think when you're in those seasons, you have to trust more and you have to press in more and you have to seek more and you have to read more and you have to believe more, which is probably uh, contradictory to what you want to you feel like. But we're not supposed to be moved by our feelings. We're supposed to be moved, you know, by faith you know, that he will see it through. Um, you know, again, it comes back to some of my, one of my favorite uh, scriptures is trust the Lord with all your heart, lean not to your own understanding and all your ways acknowledge him and he will direct your path. You know, I can't left up to my own and not trusting the Lord and, and trusting my ways will, will always fail. Right. But it's like trusting in him and acknowledging him and he'll direct my path. Like no matter what, no matter what my, you know, what common sense may say, right. Cause God doesn't operate in common sense. Sometimes he's supernatural. Yes. He uses natural things. Yes. He, he's still, but he's still supernatural. So he's above natural things. So I think it's really about what you feed in those seasons is what's going to grow. Um, and it's okay to, to uproot some of those bad thinkings as you're pressing more in God and he's revealing to you and showing you things. Sometimes it's about removing some things in our life. So, um, that's, yeah, that's kind of how I, I, I'm thinking about it. Yeah. And, and, uh, you know, I think, I think of keeping your word, you know, and standing by your word when you say somebody, you know, um, he stood by his word, you know, God God keeps his promises. He fulfills his responsibilities. And that's, you know, he's got a 100% track record. 100% track record, a perfect track record. And, um, you know, I do not. No, and <laughs> neither do I, and neither do you. But you know what? Here's the thing. When, when we're talking about, and you, maybe you've tuned in, and, you know, like, okay, we're talking about what, the, you know, one small step here. We're talking about faith, and we're talking about, you know, one small step of faith. And we're talking about really our part in this. You know, if, you, if you're if you facing something um, in life, anything that is just too big for you, you know, we've often been there. Maybe someone's facing somebody, something, you know, physically that's too big for you or relationally or financially or spiritually, mentally, emotionally. Um, 
you know, through your family, you're experiencing something that's too big for you. And you've, if, if you're not, you, you've been there before and you'll be there again. But when I, when I think about, you know, God standing by his word, I think, and, or I think about one small step in our participation, what could I do, right? I'm already underwater in this scenario. I already can't do anything about this in, in, in David. And so why am I even involved in this? Why don't I just give it to God and I go back to bed and him wake me up when it's, when it's done? And it requires participation on our part and it requires the one small step. And let me explain to you, you know, if, if there's a thousand pound weight in front of you, a thousand pound, uh, you know, mountain, 10,000 pound mountain in front of you that you have to move. And then there's no way in your physical capability that you can move it. But God says, Hey, ready? Let's move this. Put your hands on it. You know, and you know, you're, you're, you're going, okay, this thing moves out of the way. What part did I take? And here's the part that you had in that, you know, you might not have lifted a pound because really God didn't need your help and you couldn't lift a 10,000 pound mountain out of your way, but he wanted your obedience. He wanted your hands on it. And, uh, you know, and so one small step, one small step, don't underestimate one small step. One small step may seem insignificant now, but it could unlock, it could unlock the very miracle that you're believing for and the very uh, path that God wants to use to bring about the answer. And um, so he stands by his word, right? He's he's a promise keeper. And um, let's talk about a couple of ways, Diana, to, to keep your faith up, right? Because I mean, you know, the enemy will swat your faith down, you know, I mean, he'll, he'll swat it down. And so, you know, one of the, one of the ways uh, I wrote down here is to pray, you know, and I think we get prayer wrong sometimes. I think that, you know, I, I was, um, for a lot of my life, I mean, a lot of my life, I just turned 50. And for the majority of those years, um, I don't think I really even grew up growing up in church <clears throat> and um, never really understood how to pray or what prayer was for. And so pr- pr- ask the God of the universe, right? You know, ask the God of the universe for the strength, you know, to do to do it. Ask the God of the universe, ask, ask the Lord, ask Jesus, say, you know, I need y- your help, you know? And I think prayer is, is something that we get weighed down by. We have to, you know, like I, I'm, I'm not clean enough to pray or I'm not, you know, I'm not in the position to pray. Or, I mean, I let God down or whatever it is, but prayer, I believe is nothing different than, you know, just talking to God like he's right there you know, whatever you need, whenever you need it and whatever, wherever you're at. You know, I think it's not always about when we're experiencing, you know, difficulty, but, um, I think having faith, I think it's when things are going, um, great, it's easy to, I don't want to say lose your faith, but you feel like you are in this season and you stop seeking and asking and praying, right? You're going through this coasting season. So I think if you're, you know, if you're watching, it's not always about when you're going through difficulty, but if you're in a good season right now and, you know, God's just has you on this mountaintop and that's where you're at, you know, I still think that these are key things that to be implementing because you're going to be back in a valley at some point, right? And, um, but also, I think in those seasons of being on the mountaintops, we can forget who brought us to the mountaintop. 
um, because we begin to rely on our own strength and in, in our own selves and our own talents and our own giftings and we forget the author of those things and the one that made it possible the one that you know created us and designed us with purpose and destiny and with those talents and and, and gave us those things that it's very easy to forget him at times when we're on the mountain so if you're not in difficulty and you're just coasting right now you know still these 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 the things that we're talking about today can be implemented so that you hold to that you don't even lose your faith i think um you know it's easy i think we talk about losing our faith in difficulty but i think probably more often when we look back over our life we probably lose our faith more on the mountaintops than we do in the difficult because in the difficulties we recognize that we need something greater than us it's in the mountaintops that we you know kind of get a little haughty about ourselves and prideful and arrogant and so i think probably more often than not we lose um our faith per se in the mountaintops because we think that we've got it all together. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I'm going to challenge you in this season to reverse it and think about that, that I think when we're on the mountaintops, it's even, we should be hanging on to God even more um, because I think there, you know, God's created us when we are in those low places, there's something in us that reaches out to something greater. We recognize that we need that help up, that hand up, but it's the mountaintops. I think that we forget that. Yeah, and having having faith is is having trust. You have to the trust with everything in you, right? That God has your back, and that's the thing. He has your back this yeah. morning. He has your back today, and you have to trust that He'll help you. He'll take care of you. And here's the thing: He knows what is best, and you know, um, and and that's what giving the keys. Remember, we said one small step. The small step is, you know, having faith. Is, a, is really a small step on our end. That's why God says, you know, the faith mustard seed is all you need to move mountains because <clears throat> the reality is having the faith, just the faith enough to just hand it to God. You know, you say, well, that's a big thing. Well, it's, it's just one step. And, you know, he knows what's best. And so here's the thing, to truly embrace what he has planned for you and I, we have to fully trust. And our trust is not foolish, because God is faithful and good. And so we take a true step of faith. And when we do this, we hand the keys to our life over to God, a God that we can't see and a God that we can't feel with our hands. And we, and we, and scroll up guys, we, we do this based on, you know, hearing the gospel and experiencing God. And we choose to trust him. We choose to trust him with where we are and with what's next in our life. Amen? Yes. Um, you know, another one of those things is being generous. You know, when we think of generosity, we often think about it from a financial or giving, um, either financially or maybe you give someone something, but, you know, being generous with our with our time and with our words and with acts of kindness and, you know, being generous with, you know, everything that, you know, God's given us, you know, um, not things but you know he's given us the ability to smile he's given us the ability to say hi how are you he's given us the ability to say you know is there anything i can pray for you uh, about you know there's there's being generous is with in everything it's not always from things that we can give or money it it is just being generous with who we are and showing the goodness and the kindness of of god being generous with you know what he's placed inside us we have joy 
that's unspeakable and full of glory? And are we being generous with sharing that and speaking about it and exuding that and representing that? Are we being that? So I think also, uh, you know, being generous is a really uh, pivotal part in that. Absolutely. And, and that's a step of faith, you know, all in itself. And it's, it's really if you do a common theme, I think, you know, today, when you take one small step is, is really is giving, you know, yourself, you're talking about being generous, but it's, it's, it's giving in all these things, you know, being generous is really, is really a, a step of faith in a sense. And sometimes it's not even because you don't have, you could have extra <clears throat> And yet God or speak to your heart or you're feel led and then you start looking at maybe the person that that you're, you know, being led to give to and you start trying to calculate what they're going to do with the money or you start to try to figure it out. And the reality is all of what we're talking about this morning, really everything comes down to really giving. It's, it's giving of yourself. It's giving the control over, you know, to, to God and and um, that's what faith is. That's what that one small step is. Can I just tell you this? If, you're, if your dream, if your vision, if your goal, if where you're headed, if what you're believing God for, you know, um, whatever you want to use, and you can just apply that. If your healing, if your restoration, if your end result is bigger than what you're capable of bringing, which I think there's a lot of people that are listening right now, and pretty much all of us that, you know, have or are in a situation like that in one aspect of our life or another. And if it's bigger than you, and if it's bigger than what you can bring, here's the thing. It's, we, we believe, and we'll say amen to the fact that it's not too big for God, but there's skin that's required in the game. And the skin in the game for you and I is faith, is that small step. It is that release in in that uh, it's not doing something you know per se it's not like okay you're responsible for this portion of it the part that you're responsible for is turning it over to god taking that one step you know that one step that you can't see beyond where it is and that's the fear right a lot of times of faith we take that one step but we go i can't see anywhere beyond this one step all i can see is this one step and what if the next step is the wrong step what if what if the step what if the step that's just beyond that what if there's a hole what if what i can't see is going to hurt me and that's that is faith and then the thing about it is that it really is one of those things where until we give that to God, until we give our hopes and our fears and our and our apprehensions and our hesitations and our hurts and our past and everything that we have, everything we're holding on to, until we truly give that to God, how can he truly give back to you? How can he do it? He's not going to do it part time. He's not, he's not going to, he's not going to be a co-pilot, right? And uh, so hopefully this helped this morning. It's a small step and it might seem, seem insignificant in the scheme of things. You know, when, when it comes down to like what really happened, you know that you had just a small part to play, but it's the beginning part. It's the beginning part. Amen. Amen. What do you think? That's good. That's good. <laughs> Amen. Hey, listen, keep him close. Amen. Keep him close in prayer. And listen, can I just say this? He promises. Diana mentioned it earlier in Proverbs. He promises to keep your path straight. He promises to set your path straight. Think about that for a second. He promises to set your path straight. There's your fear right there, you and I. Our fear is that our life is not on track, that things are not working out. 
that that this isn't happening and that's not happening and it's like it's it's all fuzzy in front of you it's all crooked in front of you it's all it's all you know up and down in front of you and the fear is there and it grips you and it's like what if tomorrow's not this or what if tomorrow brings this or what if tomorrow and what if what if what if and that we're all we're all thinking about one way or the other we're all thinking about this path this temporary life path in in proverbs he says that if we trust him if we keep him close right his promise he promises to set our path straight that's what we're believing for right we just got to believe that he can do it and we know we can't yeah we're just waiting on some other answer that we can see but he's the one that can do it amen remember when we call on him that he is abounding in love right he loves us he's always good he always has the right thoughts for you and i he constantly offers forgiveness right for the mistakes that we make and so meditate on this promise when you need assurance that god cares amen amen that small step what do you say He's leaping to somebody today, right towards you. Take that small step, and he's leaping towards you. I'm trying to fist bump you. Boom. (laughs) Have a good day.